brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to another episode of Queen Three and King. I am your host, King Dog, and two of the three queens. Uh, one of the queens is out. She's in contract dispute, considering the big <laughs> last week. So she is having to renegotiate that contract. <laughs> nah, she's out. She'll be back next week. Uh, today's episode is acting black. And talking white, wow. and you know what we're talking about already. Uh, but first, let me introduce my co-host, and we'll start with the baby queen today, uh, Lee Lee, Mama Lee, Blake Mama. Talk to the people, Queen. Hey, everybody! Thank you for joining us. We ready? That was quick, wasn't it? Like she didn't what? really it wasn't sincere at all. Just like, like his intro was like quick. She, I was still yeah. trying to come like up. She really don't care nothing about the views. <laughs> he, got, he got me nervous over here with all these controls. And next, um, out of uh, East Garland, Texas, by way of Tulsa, Oklahoma, still under in dispute over the title of uh, Queen of Tulsa. Um, we got the educator, Meba. What up, Queen? Hey, everybody. Let me slow it down. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Why are you talking like you've been smoking Cool Fit the King since you were five years old? <laughs> All right, we got uh, H Rap Brian in the building. Hey, H Rap. Uh, then we got uh, BS3, Ben Sutter with the third. Hey, King, uh, King and Queen. He hey, took the BS and BS3. And then we got Miss Charlotte Wilson, the best, Charlotte the, Wilson. The, the best voice of the End of the Bench podcast, the other educator out of Chicago. Come on. Uh, we appreciate y'all. So before we get into this topic, I got just something real quick. So this time of year, we always hear 
about these HOAs fussing about these doggone Christmas decorations. Baby. They're serious <laughs> about this shizit. So now that you ladies have moved on up to the top and you are in a HOA situation, have y'all been hearing stuff at y'all HOAs? I, I haven't heard personally, but Baby, they've been letting them have it in those neighborhood groups. <laughs> right. the I neighborhood groups, if you, if they're going to either piss you off or entertain you. Entertain. Yeah. They do, some days they do both. Because I'm yes. like, who is putting all this all day? It's yes. two people that are infamous for posting every day on my Every Facebook day. Group. Can't have yeah. nothing else to do. We may have to do. We may have to do a show about this because the ones in our neighborhood during the summertime when the black kids at the pool. Hey, y'all thought I got me a pool because I wanted one. Hell, I got one just so the black folks have somewhere to go. Yeah, over here, the black kids look at here. They, you know, we're gonna wear cut off shorts. We ain't got no real swimming trunks here. Leave us alone. We wearing basketball shorts. Basketball yeah. shorts. Yeah, they mad about it. Oh, they. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, his yeah. daddy cut off jeans from 73. So what? Yeah. Group say, you better take your orange lights down. It's time to take it's time to take the orange lights down. That's for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Up green and clear and your uh, red light. I said, yeah. get out of people's Well, what the problem is that most HOAs, it is against the regulations to have them up before December the 1st. Yes. Yes. But hey, Karen ain't having that. Carrie gonna oh, put up her lights when she I wants to put up her lights. You know what, Tag? I was close to your house. I said they already got their lights. Oh, up. look there. I, I, you know, see, I'm a fan of Christmas, right? I you know, am. Christmas, Me one too. Of my favorite holidays, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna say this: we go straight from Halloween to Christmas. To Christmas. <laughs> You know, Thanksgiving don't get no love. And we don't say we thankful for a thing. I don't give a damn about the pilgrims. I'm not trying to defend them, okay? They weren't nothing but some thieves and killers, okay? So I'm not saying nothing about them. But yeah. doggone, the, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown deserves something, don't he? Yeah, I'm saying. taking down yeah. skeletons and putting up Can we, can up we go around and say what we thankful for first? Yeah, I, I, I saw one dude. He didn't. He, he didn't take the skeleton down. He just put Jesus' face on the skeleton. <laughs> That's how quick he transitioned. <laughs> they no, they serious over here. All right, yeah. She goes. I haven't heard anything about my Christmas with my HOA. They made me so angry because they just voted that we get have to get rid of our grills. What? But how are you gonna not have a grill? What? That's not America. Oh, no. And she no. thanked me for the best voice. And well, I mean, come on, you got the best voice and uh, on the uh, uh, Bill for This Network, but you're going against people like Brian. I mean, come on, it's not that hard. <laughs> Don't right? do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she did say good evening to everyone. All right, we got Ain't Weed in the house. Hello, my Hey, Ain't Weed with the uh, sexy. That's, who I, that's who I need to turn loose on some of these HOA folks. Okay. Uh, come on. I, this who I need to turn loose. Hey, <laughs> Marita, come yeah, over here and tell, tell them what to do. Hey, family. Uh, H-Raps at LMAO. Uh, Charlotte said the Dollar Trees here had Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas decorations on sale right after the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. The 4th of July, boom, holiday. All right, we got your Shayla on the line. Hey, Shayla. Yeah, she still got that glamour shots. I see. Which field is that? Is that the <laughs> F3? I don't know. Uh, Draft said that's why uh, we, we, they can't come to the. Okay, bye. 
Thursday, and we was arguing about whether we should let Karen them come not cook out tonight. Uh, all right, Charlotte says yes, they want all the dollars. Yep. All right, so let's get into this acting black and talking white. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this topic also includes acting white, right? You know, so as I kind of did some research for this, yeah. it kept coming up. Actually, more than acting black came up, right? Acting white came up. Now, think yeah, about this. Not. The yeah. reason why I think that came up more is because both of them, the, the, the talking white and acting white are negative to us. Yeah. You have to dig to find something acting black because that's negative toward them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I had to dig to be able to find something else. they not acting stuff. to be like us. Okay, so it does include this topic. So I'm going to start with Mika and I'm going to ask you, what is being said when someone is described as acting black? Let's start there. See... Let me just chill out because it's, <laughs> it's so negative on our start. Yeah. I mean, on our, I was trying to read Shayla's when I said start. <laughs> our end. Shayla said don't start. And I was trying to say on our side. Shayla, tell him not to start. He's extra. But on our side, it's negative because when I see, when people say they're acting black, and I'm just being truthful, they're loud, mm-hmm. they're not using correct grammar. Mm-hmm. Kids are flailing in the air. Um, necks are working, and it's not positive. Mm-hmm. When I say acting black. Yeah. But do you ask me about acting white, or do not I? Need to well, you can go ahead. Go ahead. We can attack all of them. So what okay. do they? So what do they mean when they say talking white and acting white? So you can go ahead and tackle and all three of them. And so when you're acting or talking white, it's proper. And I've no, and it's not acting white to me, y'all. It's just I'm this language that I use with my brothers and sisters. I'm not gonna say in the office. I'm not gonna act like that in the office. I'm not gonna talk like that in the office. I'm not gonna present myself mm-hmm. in a meeting. I'm not going to for. Uh, I'm not gonna go to the conference and talk to people. When I in the same language that I use with my siblings or with my cousins or mm-hmm. with my aunties, not Very because true. respect, it's just because I'm comfortable around them and we're just laughing and talking, and I don't have to be guarded in the way that I'm speaking. So mm-hmm. when you're, ta- you know, if you consider talking white, because I'll, you know, sometimes I'm not going to answer the phone. So if I hear it and we laugh, me and Alicia used to laugh about this all the time. I answer the phone. It's my brother and my sister at work. And my brother did it last week. I said, hey, hello. He said, can you talk? <laughs> no, I'm going to be walking to my office. I said, what you doing? You just changed your yeah. stuff. You're Because, you, you know, you just have to watch how you're talking in, around people. Because it's a perception that you have to put on, I would think. Mm-hmm. All right. And Lily, what does it mean to act black, act white? Talk white. What do these things mean? Address. I always them. think if I see if you always say, "Oh, look at her acting black," or you see somebody white, Mexican, Hispanic, whatever the case may be, but like, look at her acting black. You expect her to talk hood. She got this type of slang to her. She may be using Ebonics, he or she, whatever the case may be. But like Mika said, it's kind of looked at it in a negative light. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, look at her. She talking. Look how why she acting black. But when you're talking white, you have to know your audience. <laughs> and you are talking white. Like, this is Nicole. Um, <laughs> oh my God. When you pick up the phone at work, this is Nicole. 
Um, but that's just like, don't, don't call me back. <laughs> ah, wow. <laughs> but that, but that, <laughs> but that, <laughs> I cannot. But that's I might as well don't start talking because she, she is not gonna be able to get it together. Tiga, do not call me back for a snack. <laughs> so let me explain to the viewers what's happening. Uh, so we're talking about how you answer the phone at work, and, I, and the oldest queen, who's not here to defend herself today, uh, her kids. We that's what she gets for not being several here. times a day about snacks, <laughs> and, and snack. it will be with all of one of us. Woo! So she from that proper voice to checking them hard. Don't call me no damn more about no snacks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she would answer that phone. This is Nicole. But that's just knowing your audience. When you say, when people say, and I've had that happen to me before, even growing up, people said I talked white mm -hmm. or I talked, they thought I was mixed because I acted a certain way or talked a certain way. But it was just when you talk correct, like mm -hmm. and when you use the correct English or the correct terms, it's talking white. Right. As opposed to acting or talking black. Okay. Yeah. So before I get into some of the comments here. One of the things I, I like about when we have a topic like this, I stop myself from writing pre-show notes because I know something is going to come up that's going to inspire another thought, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to generate another thought. That's how you know you're vibrating on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. If you got good energy, that there's a connection, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, when whenever I can't remember which one of you said it, but you said, you know, hey, when I'm with Mika, when I'm talking on the phone at work, I'm not gonna have the same conversation that I have with my brothers and sisters when mm -hmm. I'm you know, not at work or whatever. So what I what I wrote down is that we are different people in different settings, right? You yep. know, it, it, and it is acceptable and it makes sense, right? It goes with the same concept that we wear different hats, right? You mm -hmm. know, so I'm a dad, I'm a grand, I'm a pawpaw, I'm a business owner, I'm a uh, co-worker, I'm a, you know, I'm all yeah. these things, right? You know, so I wear different hats at different times. Uh, and so we don't just change our grammar. We change our behavior based on the settings, right? Yeah. Because certain behavior is acceptable in certain settings, right? Um, you know, it's why most people ain't going to walk in a job smoking a joint. I did have one worker did it one day, but you're not going to, you know, <laughs> you're not going to do that typically, right? We change right. that. Yeah. And so when people are saying acting black, again, it's generally uh, associated with these negative stereotypes that mm -hmm. they have put on us, right? That we talk hood or any bonnets, that we uh, got a certain swag that we operate with and that we, you know, whatever, you know, so when they see a non-black talking in this fashion or acting with this fashion or not plain vanilla like they typically mm -hmm. come across, now you acting black, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, but it, but when we, when we are accused of talking white, it is typically just simply because we have moved from not being more careless with our grammar to being more careful with our grammar. Absolutely. You know, we can do it. In fact, in this conversation, in these podcasts, you will hear us switch back and forth. If I'm making mm -hmm. a point that I want to be uh, heard and given some sort of credit to or some credence to, I'm generally going to clean up my vocabulary a little bit. Yep. If I'm yep. trying to be funny, I'm going to get a little bit more hood and a little bit more country. That's mm -hmm. just the way it is. 
Yep. Uh, now, see to some of the comments. Uh, we got a couple more people in. Ray to Kev in the building. Say what up, fam. Hey. Uh, hey. Oh, he's still okay. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, go to Brooks. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, lovely people. What's going on? Hey. Uh, Charlotte said, I found people. I find people say I'm talking white if I speak proper English. Mm -hmm. My daughter says my dialect changes depending on who I'm talking with. Yeah, uh, we just that's said. right. Uh, we just says if a black person used the correct language, other blacks uh, will say they are talking white. No, baby, she's using the correct language, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see, Bree Mack in the building. Hey, uh, girl. You know, ben wasn't on time, so he don't know where Nikki is. <laughs> he said that she in contract <laughs> negotiations, man. Uh, ben also says my mom worked voice and check you check your. Check what? you voice. What? Check what you voice. Check you. Check you voice. Like oh, check you. And her check you voice was different. Okay. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Got okay. We just says back in the 50s, we used the word chunk when we should have said throw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. Uh Brian says no acting white is uh negative on most fronts. I have an Italian friend, he calls his boys that act white. Wonder Bread Wops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wow. So but you know what? That, that is, but you know, that is true. So mm -hmm. when you say acting white, that can be looked as negative too from your black audience. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. most of the time it is. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when, when black folks say, you know, you're acting white, you know, they think you're acting something other than you are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or something than your general. They they consider it as being fake and not a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. But I just think we don't, you know, sometimes, especially if you haven't been, it depends on where you've grown up, who you've grown up with, you know, acting white is perceived as negative. But, mm -hmm. you know, with us, we know in certain audiences, you have to be a certain thing. And you have to talk in a certain way. Yeah, and it's not switching up. It's like Tex said. I I got to know my audience. I can't Period. go in different. Period. I can't go in there and say, "What's up with y'all today?" They're not gonna receive that. But mm -hmm. you know, hi, how are you all doing? And you going in like that? But it just depends on the audience, and it's yeah. not a negative thing. Mm -hmm. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 
Yeah. Um, so what's interesting is that in the other communities, right, you know, so the Italian community, the Hispanic community, uh, I have heard Hispanics tell other Hispanics, you acting white. So they do it too, you know, yes. or they, they, or they'll call each other, you're a white Mexican, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. they talk about the mentality yeah. with which they were raised, you know, uh -huh. or their perception of that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Golden says, yes, they will say you are talking white. Uh, HRAP says, and I know a, Ch God dang it. <laughs> a Chinese guy that calls his friends Twinkies, yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Those are the words, their words, not mine. Yeah, yeah we hear that. We in the uh, community, they call Oreos. it uh, Oreos yep. or coconuts, I've heard yep. too, right? You know, where you brown on the outside, white on the inside. Yeah. Uh, T Tiffany Jones says code switch. <laughs> yeah. that is. That's what they call it. Code switch. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Especially yeah. in corporate America. Definitely somebody, in corporate America. You hear somebody say code switch and everybody's yep. like, oh, hey, how? And yep. everybody will sit up. And That's very down. true. Yes. That's very true. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we used to, when I used to work at Little Caesars Pizza when I was in high school, yeah. we used to say check five and that meant a fine girl was at the front of the restaurant. So they we would say check five, do. check five. They don't have nothing to do right now. What well, they got to do with right. um, acting black and talking white? Because <laughs> that's acting black. <laughs> Even though our white co-worker was being on it too. Uh, Marita says, I used to talk to a person on the phone. Then when they come to, into the office would ask for Miss Oliver, you is, uh, yeah, you should see oh their face. Oh my gosh. Say, yep. yeah. And have y'all yeah. ever heard somebody say and it's not, it shouldn't be offensive, but sometimes it's offensive. You're like, when they say, oh, my God, you speak so well. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're so well-spoken. Yeah. So, okay. okay so why, Almost we like it's a there. surprise. Well, well, first of all, before we go there, I want y'all to talk about that a little bit more. But before we go there, uh, Marita, see, I used to have to call her from time to time for <laughs> business purposes, right? You know, because she worked at a uh, center that basically did insurance licensing. Mm -hmm. I was a claims manager at the time, so I would have to send workers to go get licensed and stuff like that. So from time to time, I'd have to call her and, uh, hell, she was my ain't and I would have to ask, is Miss Oliver there? This Marita? No, no, no. I know who that is. <laughs> so she ain't mad about that. But, okay, so talk about that a little bit. What is the, you know, talk about, let's start with you, Lily. What, how does it make you feel when somebody says, you know, oh, you speak so well, you know, or you talk, yeah. well, you talk so good. I think sometimes it can be taken um, offensively because mm -hmm. sometimes it's like almost I'm surprised, like, oh, my gosh, you spoke so well in that meeting today. Or mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, you had some great points and mm -hmm. you were very assertive mm -hmm. with your points. But do you want to say that I was, <laughs> you want to say, oh, yeah. yeah, you weren't taking nothing. But they like to call they like to cover it up and mask it as calling mm -hmm. it assertive in corporate world but um it can be super offensive when people say that because i'm like well I i'm sitting in the same room you sitting in we you know we're in the same right. position why can't i speak as well as you speak right yeah um so that's kind of the feel that i get from it <laughs> mika does I it mean, offend you when you hear you know you're very well spoken it's not a it's Offensive is the wrong word. I can't think of the word that I want to use, but I guess it's surprising to me because I want to ask, so how did you expect me to speak? Mm -hmm. What did you expect? Because, mm -hmm. um, and then like when they see me, 
Shit sound dependent to me. Go ahead. <laughs> like, what did you expect for me to say? And how did you how did you expect me to come to the room? Was I supposed to be unprepared? Was I supposed to use slang? Was I supposed mm-hmm. to use phonics when I was speaking? Like, what did you expect for me to say? Because I've never walked up to somebody and say, Oh my gosh, you're so well spoken. I've said I loved your presentation or great job. the information mm-hmm. that I received was yep. needed. Or that was a great job you did, but I never said, oh, my God, I didn't expect mm-hmm. you to be so well-spoken. So I yeah. don't, you know, I don't know if that is common. Like, it happens too much. Like, where do y'all getting this from? Mm-hmm. Right. And Charlotte says, wow, I'm learning a lot already. Thank you, Charlotte. Well, for me, what I've noticed is that let's just say in the last decade or so, I don't hear that as much. You know, like, wow, you're very well-spoken or whatever. Now, you know, you can tell that because there's a change in their eyes, yeah, you know, and their demeanor and their, you know, you can tell when they look surprised, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't tell you, it is countless numbers of times where I've spoken over the phone to somebody as, you know, like, let's say, for instance, one of our customers is calling and saying, hey, I got an issue with whatever. Well, one of my job duties, you know, as the, you know, part owner of the business, I'm going to go check it out. You know, I'm going to go say, okay, well, let me go take a look, you know, we'll see what happens or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so when I come to the door, you know, they looking and they looking funny and they're like, uh, I thought I spoke with an Ivan. Yes, ma'am. I'm Ivan. Here's my Uh bill. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hey, Ivan, come on in. You know, uh-huh. whatever, right? so they <laughs> yeah. tell me the issue and stuff like that. And what's even funnier, because again, this is, and I've had a technician in here and he knew, he know how I operate. So this joker would not move from this conversation. He's like, this is going to be good. You know, so <laughs> We're sitting there and the customer, she's being completely unreasonable. This is Karen 5.0, unreasonable, oh. right? Super, super unreasonable, right? And uh, and so, you know, she's disagreeing with whatever is going on and all this other kind of stuff. So I know I'm going to make a decision. We're going to pull our equipment, you know, and it's like, okay, we're just we're going to walk away from this project. You don't know us anything. We're done, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so basically, you know, as I'm hearing her out, I basically say, okay, well, it looks like we're at an impasse. So we're just going to pull our equipment. You know, you can get somebody else to do the project. We're going to move on, you know, because we don't you know, we're not getting anywhere basically and she goes no i want to talk to somebody who can make that decision and look here when I, say, I heard my, my my technician that was there with me oh when this joker he almost like came behind my back and put his hand over that <laughs> i got it <laughs> and i'm like you know you're speaking with him ma'am i can make that decision you know and so i just looked at him i said pull the stuff you know but yeah they were not ready too often you come to the door, they mm-hmm. I tell you, uh oh, that's who this is. You know, yeah. Uh we yeah. got um uh, London the house. Hey. Uh we got Bree Max. She goes, recently I had to call my white co-worker. She said, Brisha, why do you sound like a white girl? I just cracked up laughing. <laughs> she don't know. She from the eastern part of East Texas, where you know that this was she was from the part of East Texas where when Walmart was only in small towns, she had a Walmart in that town. <laughs> Yeah, so the and a Dairy Queen, so that lets you know how small that town was. Atlanta, Texas. Uh, agree, dog. That's acting black. Back a little la- uh, later. Uh, Ray Dakar says, "Sorry, what acknowledging a fine woman is always relevant." <laughs> 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 and I said, "Check five, yes, yeah. sir. Check five. 
All right, Matt Rowe, one of my former co-workers, good dude here. Uh, I had a black employee tell me I talk white, and then I told her, no, I talk right. I heard that. Come on, Matt. Let me put it like this. If you know Matt Rowe, Matt Rowe sometimes, because I was a manager, so I had to be a little a little more careful in how I said what I said. Matt Rowe. Matt Rowe just said what he had to say, you know. Come on now. Uh, see, Brian says no one has ever said that to me. Should I be offended? <laughs> I told you, Charlotte is the best speaking person on the uh, Bill for this Oh my uh, god! Let's see. Uh, Grace says my poor Layla had a hard time in high school because of how she speaks. She would say, "But my mom is African." Lol, trying <laughs> to defend herself. Yeah, but, you know. You know I noticed that, you know, like even Kay, I bet Kay gonna get it, right? You yeah. know, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, Yana, I believe, you know, yeah. talk, you know, Chastity you know, proper, got it, Chastity talk yeah. proper, you know, uh, yeah. so, so our kids just speak proper. And in fact, uh, one of the, as I was researching, one of the people said, my mom was an educator. And mm -hmm. so she would, she wouldn't have us talk. Every time I spoke, if I said something, if I used a double negative, if I, uh -huh. you know, said, you know, whatever she said, she goes, I would get corrected. So it became yeah. a habit. It is just who I am. You know, I got corrected. And that's, I think, cause even me and Alicia, <laughs> we just said fool. Um, even Alicia and I sitting around talking to the kids and we could just be sitting in the living room. We'll say, okay, I'm sorry. What did you say? Exactly. Yeah. We will correct that in the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah. We do that all the time. We'll say that again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tiffany Jones says, I'll hit a code switch in a millisecond. I'm telling you. A black person at a loan company, I switch depending on the client. Absolutely. <laughs> because uh -huh. they receive you in a different way. Yeah. Hit that code switch. Some, I mean, That's I knowing your audience, that. though, for real. Yeah, now we know what you meant. You should be offended. We answered the question. Cutting <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gail says, I find it offensive when they say how well you articulate your message when they don't say that about my white Exactly. Coworker. And I think that's they exactly you hit it right there. It's not, I wouldn't be offended if it was said to my white counterpart. And they don't you know say what I mean? They don't say, hey, girl, you mm -hmm. spoke so well today. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Is, I hate that. I uh, like, were you expecting me to sound ghetto? Right. Um, and Alicia, uh, we just says, Alicia, Mika, I don't see it as being negative. Right. Uh, is she talking about the... The whole looking at it being like being offensive, yeah, like okay, saying like, you know, well okay. spoken, but I think Diane kind of right. hit that point, yeah, yeah, especially you know when you don't say that to you know, right? If you said uh, that to my white counterpart that presented with me, I wouldn't feel the way. And then uh, <laughs> Golden says it doesn't happen too much, and again, I've found that over the last yeah. decade it is reduced in its frequency. Uh, mm -hmm. Matt Rose says, depending on the context. Uh, Golden says, yep, they were expecting to uh, see a white man because you spoke correctly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Charlotte says, yes, uh, teachers are grammar elite. <laughs> uh, and I intentionally say this comment to the very last. I wish yeah. I could go way, way end of the show. Because every time he want to come in at the 25-minute mark saying, what did I miss? And that's okay, uh, because I showed him my favorite finger on Friday, on uh, Sunday when I saw him. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, don't worry about you. it. Uh, you don't have to worry about your job, Kelly. You talk white, you act white, none of that. Don't worry about it. You can probably miss this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay? This ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you okay right, on this right. one, Paul? All right. Uh, <laughs> Lily, I think we can go ahead and jump into your segment if you're ready. Let's go. It's time for. What are the uh, the streets are talking about? How she looks, say damn fool. Stop doing it. What is I? I know somebody in our audience knows what that uh, involuntary seventy-two hours type code is. What's the code for that? So we can call. You know, we know the switch code. We need the type code code so we can call some people. Because she needs help. And we couldn't tell that joke. I'm go ahead. I will say something. <laughs> All right, keep on, keep on, Lord. All right, so Lord, the last 24 hours, Lord. I don't think I even had other stories lined up, but this this story came in and trumped everything. So um, I know you guys saw it. The baby and Danny Lee whole situation of what happened this over overnight Sunday, right? So the baby um, and who? Danny Lee. Okay. Yeah, that's his baby mama of his mm -hmm. youngest child. So, um, that's over the baby, the baby mama, okay? Yeah, the baby, baby mama, <laughs> the baby mama. right? The baby. So, mama. what ended up happening was supposedly, allegedly, he came in three o'clock in the morning. She feeding the baby. He told her, "Y'all gotta go. You and the baby got to go." So, uh, this whole altercation ensued after that. So they were going back and forth, all this good stuff. He starts going live um, and said, y'all look at her. She won't leave my house. I'm trying to put her in my house. She's been here the past three months. Your time is up. You got to go. So basically just embarrassing her because she's sitting in the bed. She got her hair wrapped up in her little bun, feeding the baby. And she has yet to show her baby, but this is how he presents the baby to the world. She hadn't been showing the baby yet, the baby's face or anything yet, because um, I guess she was going to come out with it in her own time. But this mm -hmm. is how he presents the baby to the world. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't stop there. He supposedly after that, the police is called. Um, now it's coming out. Reports are saying that she has been charged with simple assault um, because she was putting her hands on him. And this is supposedly why he started rec recording. Mm -hmm. But he initially came in recording before this all happened, mm -hmm. it, the way it seems on the timeline. So he's recording her the next day. He has his manager standing there. And I'm like, who are his people like letting him do this? Because who do you have yes, in your corner? Yes, you look, yes ma'am. Yes, you yeah. look like a clown. So he has his manager, his brothers in the background recording. And she's like, you are a troll. Like, she's going off on him. He was like, you still at my house. I'm about to call them people to tell them to get you and all this kind of stuff. So the police supposedly came back. But he's just kind of been making a fool of her. And then it, basically in the video, he called her the side B mm -hmm. and said mm -hmm. that was all she has ever been. Um, So she takes it upon herself to go through her timeline. And she starts posting all this stuff on her story her Instagram, just kind of mm -hmm. saying, oh, I'm your side piece, but you were doing X, Y, and Z for me. So 
posting pictures of them booed up, him rubbing her stomach while she was pregnant, them kissing, hugging, all this kind of stuff. So people started the whole debate of if a dude is giving you that much attention, does that really mean you his girl or does that have to be said? Wow. <laughs> Mika, what do you guys say? Because you raised both hands. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> He never said that girl was his girlfriend or wanted to wife her up or anything. That's number one. To us, he might have said that behind closed doors in the bedroom while he was getting it in. I'm sure yeah. that's possible. Mm -hmm. Number two, for for his birthday, she got him a car and she and he got her that little $5.99 cake from Kroger. Mm -hmm. Number three. If a dude really love you, he's not going to be recording you on tape while he puts you out. You got one time to call me out my name and tell me get out your house. Because I'm yeah. out. Like, homegirl, why are you yeah. sitting around? She was yeah. just sitting around in the video like, I can't believe you recording me. You you be recording my behind because I be walking out mm -hmm. with yeah. my child and then I physical go to them people on you. Because yeah. I need to know how you acting. But she can't be tripping because she said he acted crazy with his other baby mamas. You know, sometimes we got, as women, we want to say, I'm going to change. I'm going to be different. Yep. I'm going I'm this, this, I'm to change him. He's going to change for me. No, girl. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. 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 And that's what I said. I'm like, let's be honest. You went into the relationship when he was messing with his baby's mother. So you came, you came in the same way he's doing you. 
Mm. Now he's deciding at different points. I want to mess with my baby mama. I want to mess with you. I want to mess with these other females. You have to kind of be okay with the situation that you're in. You put yourself in that situation. I think the first time they broke up, she wasn't pregnant. That should have been her sign to run. No, girl. <laughs> but he went back and she got pregnant. And he, of course, I'm sure he's feeding her all these different lines behind the closed doors when it's just them, of course, mm -hmm. to get what he wants. But I think we as women have to be careful mm. on assuming that you are going to come in and change somebody. You can oh. never change a dude. John, or, get ready. I'm going to need you, John. Get ready. <laughs> or when you say, all right, Tech, I'll punch you and Johnny in the mouth. <laughs> but, or <laughs> if you 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 say it because you're sleeping with a dude, or you're mm -hmm. hanging out with him all the time, that it guys do not equate that with a relationship. Yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of times females say, I'm with him. No, girl. Like but I want to say, he just banging your back. Yeah, but I the thing, but one thing I did not like is how females are laughing at her. It's not and because they all, don't do that too. Because I was about to say the same females that I saw laughing at her, I know also situations that happened outside of Facebook. So mm -hmm. let's not laugh at somebody's pain when you were just there. Yeah, just hope, I just hope the girl removes herself now from the situation. Because you would never have to put me out of your household. Yeah. The moment you told me, called me out my name and told me to leave, you would never see me again. Where my baby at? Let me just say this. This is, you know, I wasn't sure how interested I was going to be in this story because I didn't know what Annie, Danny Lee looked like. But I looked up a picture She's while, beautiful. while you were talking. So I'm interested in the story now. And what I want to do <laughs> is, is I want to, I you know, because this is just sad to me. And I want to reach out to Danny Lee. If you need a No, we're not for, about to even entertain your time. For a few weeks until you get up on your feet. <laughs> Stop it, dummy! <laughs> Answer the question and be right. Now, I mean, obviously, you know, when you go public like that, that's wrong. You know, so for me, you know, obviously, you know, we've had—I'm old enough, you know—at 50 years, I don't had to end relationships, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes I've had to end relationships to where they didn't want to end them, you know, uh, and so yeah. you know, it, it was contentious sometimes, and. You know, sometimes getting people to leave your property can be a challenge, but I obviously would never go live with it, you know, uh, you know, or, you know, you, you don't want to put your business out in the street, you know, yeah, yeah, you may have to call them people to help you so you stay out of yeah. trouble, but, you know, obviously, you know, there was a lot of ways he could have did this, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm not, you know, he could have, if, if I'm, you know, but again, to try to expect him, remember we've heard this a lot. We've been seeing this a lot on social media, right? Quit expecting you out of others, right? Yeah. So me, I'm going to put some money in your pocket and say, hey, this is going to take care of your, you know, next six months rent over there, but you got to mm -hmm. go over there, you know, yeah. uh, or whatever. Uh, let's see. Golden says, all I know is that if a man tell me to exit his crib, he don't have to say it twice. I'm out and I won't return. You cannot stay where you are not wanted. Peace. Oh. Right. That's right. And Golden, Golden, this is directly to you. John said, well, don't make me put you out. What you got to say to that? Uh, and Jay, Jenny Pooh, what's up, Jennifer? She says uh, she, overhear, uh, she overlooked the red flags, watched the way he treat other women. 
That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, a man can change, but what makes you think you're going to be that one, especially if he's showing you some red flags? Mm-hmm. Nah, sis, get out of there. Yeah, and then his. So, so John, his I want you to answer that question. They said, "What make? Why do women think they can be the one?" John, me and you got the answer to this oh question. Oh my god! But I need you to answer. Leave John why out of it. Why do women think they can change men? Tell us that. <laughs> uh, Atrap said, "That's why I refuse to date celebrities." Uh, no, before you even ask, Holly Berry, Nia Long, or Regina Hall, before you ask, no. Uh, well, y'all can call me because I got three <laughs> extra bedrooms over here. Uh, Golden says, I know women are not going to like this, but if you're not wife, your girlfriend, and you're asked to leave, get your shit. <laughs> Period. Period. That's what, Golden, I don't think that's anything bad because no. if you're not the wife and you can't fight for you know that space, get out and go. I Especially think if, you're the, if you're a baby mama that yeah. just happens to be there, yeah. I, she even said she didn't live there. So but, I have to go. But the thing is, she had been, I think that she thought, hey, I had this baby. He's had me over here with this baby for the past yeah. three months. Look up some of the pictures. I've been looking up the pictures. The way she was sitting there feeding that baby in that little uh, wife beater tank you, top, she was comfortable. She that's what I said. That. And that's what I said. That girl was living there. You gave her mm-hmm. the idea that it was cool for you to be here. Yeah, she had been staying there for a minute. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the way she had on that little tank top. If I'd have walked in mad, I would have got unmad real, real quick. Uh, you got, you got, you got anything you need from the show? <laughs> I'm about to get this car together. You got something? You, you are yeah, an idiot. Yeah, says women need to learn their worth. Yeah. Yes. And now yeah. it's being said that his first baby yeah. mama is pregnant again and people are saying is he the daddy or not i said he just probably he got too he got too much going on but he goes back and forth like yeah. with them so i'm it like girl remove like, it it look like a dude dude yeah, <laughs> he looked uh, like the baby <laughs> yeah, John say, first he gonna need y'all to come all the way down Keep on, John. Tell you. you know what <laughs> Put him out. We could. This is our house, John. You get it. <laughs> Let's see. Ray Dekel says one of the biggest mistakes people make, both women, men and women, thinking they're good enough to change a person is what they are. Someone, yep. uh, someone, a person is what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Charlotte says this is a sad example of acting like a wife before a real commitment is made. Exactly. You can't put yourself in that situation. That's mm-hmm. how he got you. And she goes, right, Kev, he has always been an asshole. <laughs> he denied that he is a he is a clown, but Golden is on it. You know and Golden, come on, keep it going, baby. I like it. I, I made the mistake of thinking I was in a relationship with someone and learning, excuse me, and learn to have that conversation without assuming. Mm-hmm. But having I think we've all not everybody, but a lot of people have been in that situation. Yeah, you've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Golden says, why do women think uh, that they have that life changing coochie? <laughs> no, you can't change anyone. No, ma'am. Let me All see right. how I can put this. <laughs> uh, life changing coochie. Well, Golden, <laughs> my life has been changed by the Lord, but I'm going to leave it like that. <laughs> <laughs> HRS said, I'm going to be a rapper, d- adult. <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, let's see. Taylor said she thought uh, uh, that the baby was going to lock him down and get that ring. Yeah. Babies do not change men. Uh, stop, stop having these babies. 
and thinking of things gonna change. Derek, Derek, the thought engineer. Come on, now, baby. We not, okay, Derek. No, then we say this was all on him. We've been to tearing no. her ass up too. <laughs> we, we told her to get her goofy and looking then, stuff hey, out of You know this boy going to yeah. come around with him saying hello. Uh, and I didn't, we did not him. put it all on him. Okay, that, so, we didn't put it all on him. We said that she should have known better and did better because yeah. you went into the situation when he was already dealing with his other baby mama. You got entangled with that, got pregnant, and you started being part of the rotations. You should have dipped out when you had the opportunity. So Charlotte says poor dog had to wipe his forehead before responding. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I had to do this. Because when I read this comment, there's three words in there that messed my head up and I started some little beads of sweat start coming right there. <laughs> so that's why I had to wipe my forehead. All right, we're gonna get back into the topic. That was a good discussion on the streets are talking. I see yes. John says that's what they do. John was subdued this today. He didn't really he, he let golden he let golden out talk him on this. John yeah, wants to represent good. us. Because he needed to be quiet today. Yeah. Yeah. Go sit down. All right. So uh, back to the topic at hand, and that is this acting black and talking white. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to play one of the videos that inspired me oh for this particular topic. Do not listen, man. This is going to be the last video I make in regards to these dumbass comments being left on this video that everybody feels so opinionated about. Um, one thing for sure, two things for certain. I'm well aware that I'm white. I'm actually German and Irish if you want to be specific. Second off, I'm from South Side of Atlanta. How I talk is how I talk. None of that's going to change. Not never. You understand? Everybody I fuck with talks like me. That's just what it is. You don't like it, keep it pushing. Third of all, why is there so many men that just out here hating on females? Like, that shit make you look real goofy, my boy. Like, you look real goofy. I just want you to know that. Nothing you can say in my comments is gonna make me change a motherfucking thing about myself. Let's just be very clear, okay? Fourth of all, baby, if you don't like it, don't follow. It's just that simple. Why upset yourself fucking with somebody that's never gonna change themselves? Goofball. You look real goofy. <laughs> so, what do you think about that, Mika? Uh, come back to me. Huh? Come back to me a second. Lily. What? I do just you, think. You gotta, what do you think about this? What she had to say? I, You know what? I actually have. I saw that video on TikTok and I looked at several of her videos. I don't think the girl putting on. I think that this is just how that girl is. Like, I think you can tell when somebody is genuinely trying to be a culture vulture. And mm. I don't think that's her. Well, I think that she's culture, just... You write that down. Who said they learned something? I don't think she's being vulture. a culture vulture. I think that, like she said, she grew up in Atlanta and that's how she... That's the people <laughs> she's been around. So... He's <laughs> nah, from the Oak Cliff in France and in Germany, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm with Alicia. I think she's not putting on, but the C word, coochie. Okay. <laughs> but do, I don't know many people from the South Side of anywhere that talk like that. What you mean? Like her? Like, yeah. What you talking about? Me? The South Side of everywhere. I don't know anybody no, from the South no, Side no. anywhere. Go to, go to the South Side of. 
Atlanta, like she said. Like, quit saying I talk like that because I'm from here. Say I talk like that just because I talk like that. Well, that's maybe why, because that's because of people she's around. Yeah, but she's trying to say that's where I was raised. Her environment. But if you look at her environment, the reason why some of us speak with good grammar, right? You know, we talked about you know our family members, the K's and the Chastys and whatever, because those are the environments that they were raised in. Those are the people that they were around in school, et cetera, et cetera. So you know that behavior is just that, right? Uh, So I don't think that's an incorrect statement for her to say. You know, that's where I'm from. You know, uh, let's see, Jennifer put it like this. She's a product of her environment. You know, so like Lily says, I don't think she's, I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to the 80s and say how we used to say, she ain't putting on airs. You know, she she ain't fronting. You know, that's just who she is. I don't right? think she's fronting, but I'm just like. No, it ain't no G in fronting. It's fronting. It ain't no fronting. I don't think she's fronting. Well, um, Mika went to Club Hill in Ireland, so it is. So I did too. Fronting, it's they would tell you fronting. She See, you, that's why you got that one wrong on the test. It's fronting. <laughs> uh, Charlie says I have a Latin ex friend. A Latin ex. Hmm. See, sometimes we got to be careful of these comments because sometimes people tell it on they say when they're not you trying. Have to, business. Trying to, <laughs> I have a Latin ex friend who talks like that because that's how she grew up. But again, she switches code when she's in her classroom. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, John says she white. They got the job. She don't need to change. <laughs> and that could that could be one of her that girl's thing like when she's just talking to people on tiktok or amongst her friends she just like them but i'm sure if she has Mm -hmm. to clean it up in some kind of way she will but she'll still have that twang to her Mm -hmm. uh brian says this is why people say i'm projectic uh, you said projectish, maybe. <laughs> uh, Charlotte says she's nice to even address it. I would have ignored the critics and just kept being myself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like if that's the way you talk, why are you worried about what they're saying? But like, if you, well, I mean, they keep coming out. But I think I, that's I think. the thing, though. All, on a lot of her videos, they're like, oh, "Here she go, thinking yeah. she black again," right. or making those that, comments. So I think it's thinking she, in those terms. She's thinking about the subject she's talking about. Do you like her? Oh, she I re- no. I, I, well, first of all, <laughs> how should I say this? <laughs> I, I bet not. You bet not. No, I don't. That's not my style. But I, but I, <laughs> as a person, we can be friends. Uh, but but I, but if in all honesty, I actually reached out to her to try to get on the show because I think she can actually help some folks. And the folks I think she can help is some white people. If yeah. you want to know the truth, to know that hey, we're, I, I'm not trying to do this. You know, I'm just this is just who I am. Yeah, you I know, think that's no, just who that girl is. Like you know, they be cutting her, they be cutting her up in those comments, and yeah, I always tell her is, that she's trying to be black. Yeah, how different is that than okay? I was in Boston recently, right? How different is that than me to be around some folks who talk like Boston people talk? You can pick them out of a crowd, yeah. right? If they're talking, you know, from yeah. Southie, you know, uh-huh. and, and in fact, there are some states like Louisiana, West Virginia, Arkansas, there are Mississippi. There are some states to where when you get into woods of them states. 
and stuff like that. Their dialect, even South Carolina, mm-hmm. you know, I used to work with a guy from there. He's like, man, some people in South Carolina, where he's from, I can't understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, because that's who they're, they've been growing up around, right? Why yeah. do we tell kids, why do young kids, why do we always say, you need to get that baby around some other people? You need to get that baby, because they're not learning how to talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they're slow in their development. And yeah. typically it's because they're not around people who they need to hear conversing, you know, or yeah. vice versa. OK, it's a reason why my nephew. Let me let me let me let me do something different right quick. Let me let me put the spotlight on me. It's a reason why my nephew takes summer sausage and crackers at five years old to school for lunch every day. You know why? You know why? Because he was raised by my mama during the day for baby. But you're not going to put my baby business out there. I didn't say which nephew. (laughs) You only got one nephew that's five. Yeah. But you you get my point though, right? You know, we're influenced by what we're influenced by. That ain't his fault. Yep. You know that he taking summer sausage to school and that's his <laughs> choice. They asked him. They're not forcing him. They even want to take summer rewards. Huh? He's taking charcuterie rewards. <laughs> okay. That ain't nothing about no cheese. Little girl. He gonna eat summer cheese. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Hello. Like summer sausage, but not summer cheese. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Charlotte says Latin X is PC. Okay, it's politically correct. Okay. Yep. Okay, Derek says your environment and what you're exposed to has a huge influence on you. An American woman has a little kid that speaks British because they uh, watch Coco Melon all the time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yes. Gotcha. Fantastic point. 
Yep, so and that's right. You know what? We had this conversation on, on Sunday. Ian used to watch Peppa Pig all the time. And you know, <laughs> yes, and you know, he used to really be heavy with that accent. Oh, yeah. So he watched he used to watch Hi, that all the time. And yes. I used to watch Dumb and Dumber, so I used to always say, Good day, Mike. <laughs> Bye and move on. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. Uh, <laughs> said she got a black guy, so she had to be. You do not know that. I bet you do. And chances I bet are, you do. How like y'all know she ain't okay, got a black girl? There you go. So How you know she ain't got a black girl? We done all seen the post on social media and the memes and stuff that say you can tell the white girl date black guys by their hairstyle. Right here. It's that swoop. It's that swoop and that short haircut. Right on one side, the the asymmetrical bar. Look here. I'm going to put this comment out here next. In the comments of this, next viewer did not represent the the views of Queen 3 and King or BS3 Radio. Geechee. <laughs> what? Now, uh, the only time I've heard Geechee is Geechee Dan from Black Sportation uh-huh. movies back in the day. So I don't even know what that means no more. Geechee. Okay, so we got someone out of Atlanta. Let's see. Uh, hey, girl. This is McCants, Amy from uh, Raising hey, a Young YBK. So if you are a mom here, you got a young kid, you're raising a kid. You need to be on this podcast on BS3 TV, uh, Amy McCants, Raising a YBK, a Young Black King. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show, fantastic conversation. Uh, she says, I was told I spoke white my whole childhood, and it didn't help my that my name was Amy. Uh-huh. Uh, kids used to go in. I think you speak how you're spoken to. That's right. Okay, fair enough. All right, my boy here, Richard. And this is one, this is one of my coworkers, Richard Green. Louisiana. Yeah, and he's from Louisiana. You want to talk about a dude every week? He come to me the day after the show with the best comments about the topics. And I'm like, man, put them on there. Say what you you know, you should have said that on the show. He's yeah. like, I'm just watching. Maybe him and Angela be watching eating dinner and stuff like that. Like we the Cosby show or something like that. I love so, it. Cosby yeah. us. So yeah, I we're talking about Louisiana and it, it, it shows, you know. Louisiana. Uh, and by the way, I, I need to have Richard on to tell. I accidentally scared him the other day at the warehouse. And Alicia could hear it inside the office screen. <laughs> See, you ain't crazy. right. Okay, so Weida says, I think it's so rude when kids poke fun at their parent if he or she uses incorrect grammar. Calling that person out around others, everyone laughing. I don't see nothing funny at all. That is embarrassing to that person, but they laugh it out uh, to hide the embarrassment. As for me, they get my middle finger <laughs> from both hands. <laughs> uh, that show is country. Be quiet, John. Uh I'm finna put this they don't know that I got a way to put these private chats on here so I'm finna put the private chats (laughs) up here so everybody can see them right quick (laughs) let's see Brian said hello I would take that to lunch I'm jealous (laughs) I need to go to Texas as some real camera yeah right yeah Let's see. Ever who talk like that, just talk like that. <laughs> That's how the folks from South Carolina speak. Those are the people you can't uh, How about the Little Rascals? That's right. You know, even the white kids on the Little Rascals. Yeah. You know, they talk, you know we Louisiana people, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, 
you know, or it, it's just the way it is. Let's see, Golden Brook says, oh, he got some sauces. <laughs> Where's my lunch money? I want to trade. I'm uh, telling you, he, he uh, did. That's he his thing. All right. So one little last, we're going to, we need to give the final thoughts, but I just thought it was interesting that uh, they did an inter, they did a stu study back in 2004, mm -hmm. uh, Sonia Peterson Lewis and Lisa Bratton. Uh, that's another thing we didn't get into how some names sound black or white, you know, and one of the first things we said, I said, I know when Alicia said, uh, Blake name was Blake Biles. I said resume ready, baby. Corporate job, you know, yeah. so Bonquisha sometime, if you named your daughter Bonquisha and you on here in the viewers, let us know what their name is. Cause that's yeah. not resume ready. No, that's uh, when you use your first initial and last name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sonia Peterson Lewis and Lisa Braddon, they, they, uh, actually spoke with the youth and asked them their opinions on it. Right. So they examined how black youth view the phrase acting black mm -hmm. and in most cases uh the uh, black kids saw uh they, they they figured it was a negative association with the term acting black mm -hmm. and they said that there were five different ways that acting black basically uh was categorized right mm -hmm. uh one of them was um academic Okay, so that's through you know through your schooling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Acting black or acting yeah. white, you know, mm -hmm. with academic. T second category was stylistic, right? You know, we then all saw those people. We hadn't touched on that today, but sometimes the way you dress, yeah, determine, right? Steve yeah. Urkel, did he dress black or did he dress white? You know, if you mm -hmm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying, if you were trying to categorize them, so stylistically, yeah. uh, behavioral. Right. You know, and how they walk, how they, you know, maybe they may sway a little bit or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, their disposition, you know, how they carry themselves mm -hmm. and then impressionistic, you know, the impression you get from them. Uh, but, you know, they considered that acting white conversely meant getting good grades and talking right. And these come from young black kids that they had interviewed. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so one of the final questions that I'll ask you is that. Technically, and I'll start with you, Mika, is okay. it even possible to act black, talk white, or act white? Is it even possible? I don't think it's, it depends on the region of the country, I would mm -hmm. say. Because when you said good, good grades and talking, that's what I, when I was younger, that's what I equated it with. Because when I was younger, <laughs> Um, it was the same, it was me and my friends, it was the same black girls in class with a huge amount of white. Bye, John. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed. They trap co-signing with it. Um, it was it was us with it was, you know, five black girls with the 25 people in the class that were white. And of course, we got good grades. We spoke well. We kind of um, yeah. <laughs> don't let them get you, Mika. I'm don't cuss. don't welcome that energy. Make it establish your energy. I'm a cuss. Right. But yeah, we uh we equated that to acting black and talking white. Because in those classes, that's what you kind of learn, and that's how you got by mm -hmm. um, with our white counterparts. 
So I don't know if there's such thing as acting black or acting white, but I think it's just, it depends on the region. Cause like you said, you go to Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, a couple of those states, what is talking white? What is talking, but some black and white people talk the same. Some black and white people act the same. Right, which leads so, me to the question, is it technically even possible it's not, to I don't act think black, it's, act white, or talk white, or talk black? Is that even possible, Lily? Um, I, I don't know, because some I kind of see it from this perspective. Like, when you're growing up, and you know certain kids, especially when they get to, like, middle school and things like that, they're trying to find themselves. So I would be in situations where maybe it's a white girl trying to hang with the black people, and she starts to try to become one of them black girls and we like girl just be yourself you don't have to mm -hmm. do that so i think in some situations you can the or especially with what i've seen you can try to act a certain way but i think a lot of the times what we're talking about especially being in corporate america versus being with our family and stuff that's no one's trying to act white or mm -hmm. or act black or whatever the case may be we're just we just know our audience and are, are adjusting, right? The mm -hmm. code switch, you have to um, in those mm -hmm. situations. So so here's the deal for me. So there's two things. So technically it's not possible for a person to act black, act white, talk white or talk black, right? Because what is the it? way we act and the way we talk is not color-based, right? Yeah. It is, it, you know, it's, it's, it's based on other factors, not your color, right? right? So you mm -hmm. can't technically act white, act black, talk black, talk white, right? Uh, so the difference is, is that the reason why we say these things or why those terms are accepted is because it lets you understand what somebody is trying to say, right? You know, it is a description that everybody understands, which is the reason why it is accepted, but it is not technically possible. And let's see if Charlotte put it better than I did. She goes, I don't think speaking or dressing in a particular way is racial. I agree with you. And, and a dialect being a reflection of your environment, dressing can be the same. Yep, exactly. yeah. People yeah. out of New York versus people out of Philly, they, there's a distinct difference in the way that they dress. And a lot of times they just show up dressing. You can tell if you told one of them from Philly, one of them from uh, New York. And if you know, you'll know, okay, that's the New York dude right there. Because that's what's going to do. In fact, Amy probably could comment on that. She can tell the difference between somebody from Philly Somebody from Boston, somebody from New York, based on how they, do. or somebody from the North, or somebody from the South. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Becky is not hanging with with the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, speaking of that, for whatever reason, when I used to go to Indianapolis more frequently. Whenever I was out and about, in fact, Shay Shay even used to say, how do you know these places? You know more places here than I do. Because when I went, I would get out and about, right? Meet new people. Mm -hmm. And I would get asked all the time, you're not from here, before I even spoke a word. And I would be like, why do you say that? You know? And they would say, you know, because you don't dress like that. You don't carry yourself like Indianapolis dudes do, you know, and stuff like that. And I would be mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't know what that is, but yeah. they, would, they would tell me that all the time. Uh, Weida says the comedian Gary, Alwyn, uh, Gary yeah. Owens always get teased for acting black. He married to a sister. Uh, I mean, Derek says phrases like that perpetuate underachievement in the black community because we feel the pressure to conform to a stereotype that we are less than. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Stereotype. Yep. And, and I know we didn't get. I know we didn't get here, but a lot of people, and I know we can save this for later. But um, our white and Hispanic counterparts, you know, they code switch too. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. When they speak to us, hey girl, but you didn't go to Susie and say, what's up girl? Yeah. Yeah. Amy says show is, and she gonna speak on it. I absolutely can <laughs> talking about telling the difference between those. Golden says, when I was coming up in the seventies, I had an aunt named Theodora. God, dog, that would correct me. All right, Theodora, Tell Theodora, we say what's up. Okay, John says, because your pants wasn't at your knees. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, Amy says, I think that goes back to Mika's comment that it's a regional thing where you were raised influences how you act tremendously. Uh, why she got to be Susie. All right, so final thoughts. Since Lily ain't got it together, Mika, go ahead and give your final thoughts first. I don't know why she's laughing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing at John, too, because he called that. <laughs> you didn't say that to Susie. <laughs> Why she gotta be Susie? Yeah. I mean, but you don't say, "What's up with it, girl?" And I'm like, "That's not how you talked when you were presenting to us." And now I'm you over here. You don't have to do that. But um, <laughs> I say, just be you. You know that I don't think I think Ted said it. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's acting black or acting white or talking mm -hmm. black or talking white. I think you're influenced by your environment. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be the best you and whether that, you know, people call it acting this race or acting that race, you have to uh, be you, period. Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes, you know, some people will have something to say, but hey, if you're not hurting them, harming them, do what you need to do in the environment that you're in. Lily, final thought. Yeah, I think the same thing. Just be the person that you're that you are. But I also know that it's what we have to also know how to <laughs> act in certain environments. I think that's where we get ourselves in trouble. Just knowing your audience, knowing how to act. It's, it's, <laughs> Theodora, I like Theodora. <laughs> yeah, it is just important to be who you are. Um, I think the girl in the video. I think she sums it up like I, this is just who I am. And um, people are going to always have something to say. Like I said, growing up, I used to get it all the time that I talked white. Um, but I kept talking white in, 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 in a classroom. And um, them grades looked white, too, because I saw John said, <laughs> I, I saw John said Mika had black grades. And no, I didn't because they had scholarship written out, you know? <laughs> So just be who you are. That's it. Right on. Uh, and we just said awesome podcast, family. Uh, good night. Thank you, Annie, for your participation. You. Charlotte says, thank you so much for another great show. I learned and laughed a lot, as always. Thank you, Charlotte. Awesome. For your thank you, Charlotte. Golden says, right, because I have a white associate, and she swears she's black. She uses slang <laughs> all the time. And I tell her all black don't sound like that. And you have yeah. to eventually say... <laughs> <laughs> And you have to eventually say, girl, we don't all talk like that. Stop doing that. And H-Rap is still on Theodora. Mika know you would. She's the kind of person that you would. Ooh, dang. Out I like her and name. Chicago, Amy says, y'all have amazing shows. This was a great combo. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Uh, Golden says, yeah, that name is wild. Yeah, I like that name. <laughs> another awesome show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Trishayla. Thank you, Shayla. Uh, and for me, you know, my th final thoughts on it are as follows. 
um, for anyone to genuinely believe that it is possible to act black, talk white, act white means that they have a very narrow idea of what it means to be black and accept certain stereotypes to blackness that do not allow for the existence of three dimensional black people and for that matter, people of any race. Mm -hmm. I am always black, whether I'm fulfilling other people's negative stereotypes about blackness. Mm -hmm. This is true for all people from any marginalized group. There is no such thing as acting black. People are people. Uh, as always, since Nicole isn't here to tell you, we really appreciate our viewers. I yes. say that every week. So since she's not here to say that every week, let me say that every week. Uh, and her, hopefully her contract dispute will be over soon. Okay. Uh, and join us next week. Next week's episode will be Funny Holiday Stories. And we if got you think we laugh on regular serious episodes, just wait. As a matter of fact, I might hit take me a, a one or two hits before I get on next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, be yeah. Real funny. Uh, but we're going to tell some funny holiday stories, mostly surrounding our family. And if you know our family, it's going to be some funny stuff. So tune in next week. Uh, again, as always, we appreciate uh, you guys for being here. And we will hopefully see you next week on another episode of Queen 3. Bye, y'all. Are we smiling or what are we doing? The Queen B has arrived. You know. Who's your helping? So, I'm going to start with both of y'all's hands right here. Look for my thumb. Right here, give me that thumb. Look for your thumb. Like, if you can see my thumb on this mic. <laughs> <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.